Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Radio Missoula. Keeping things in the 415 and the 707 here on a Friday, some Bay Area hip hop. Welcome in. One is now ESPN Radio Missoula. Andrew Houghton behind the glass. Rajim Seabrook in studio with us as well. Jeff Safford filling in for Coulter Nuanez on a Friday. Hopefully, Coulter and the big man McCall doing okay, rolling into a weekend. Moving on here into hour number two, ESPN Radio. If you missed anything in the first hour, you can listen back to the podcast that's available on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the podcast. Nuan is now brought to you by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, as well as the MSU Bookstore. So if you missed anything from the first hour, catch the Nuan is Now podcast. Rolling into hour number two, we're rocking along with Carolyn, a chick that doesn't know sports. Andrew Houghton, myself with Carolyn, talking some sports betting. Sports betting? What? Months, some other things. And rolling on far further in this nuanas now, Andrew Houghton will be taking you along with some more Big Sky Conference basketball news and more. I'm taking off to the Glacier Ice Rink to get ready for Montana Grizzly hockey. So Andrew Houghton will take you home on the rest of this Friday. But right now... Recorded earlier on this Friday, here's Carolyn, myself, and Andrew Houghton. Carolyn, I've never done one of these before. I know, it's a first. It's the chick that doesn't know sports that is rocking and rolling here on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Andrew Houghton, also with us here on the chick that doesn't know sports. Yes. First time getting, has Coulter ever had a had a conversation with more than two people for the chick that doesn't know sports, or is this also first? It used to be two tell. Oh you know, yes, two, and he yes. would he would just crush me every every. <laughs> oh, uh, he would just segment. He would just take all the mic time. You know, he just make fun of everything I that I said. It was hurtful, and um, I'm not over it, frankly. Ooh, shots fired <laughs> potentially. <laughs> No, I love Ryan. He's yeah, the best. Ryan's always How, who could ever Ryan's be mad always at Ryan? great. Yes. Um, and I don't think he's stuck still in Wyoming. I think he's been able to matriculate his way back. He Good. had some trouble in December trying to get to the national championship game, but I, I think Ryan Tutel's okay now. Yeah, I heard. I heard. So I have to address something: uh, the elephant in the room, or should I say, the Stanley in the room. Last week, I made fun of Stanley Cups. Um, okay. Not the hockey ones. Not the hockey ones. As a Canadian, I embrace the Stanley Cup. Eh? Eh. But um, last night in the mail, my friend, I do, I help her with her social media for her business, Arizona Greek Row. And um, she sent me my very own Stanley Cup. And here I am with it. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's, it's big. It's big. It's actually quite heavy. I yeah, mean, I don't know how these sturdy. little sixth graders are carrying these around. Is it keeping your beverage my warm? Water is has never been colder. Oh, cold. So yes, Mike Smith thought it was wine in there, and it could be not until five p.m. Okay, I have a no day drinking rule, and that would be good for wine, especially it would be good. I think because you, you want to keep no matter if it's 
you know, red wine, you don't want it to be too cold. You want it, but you want to keep it at a pretty under room temperature, probably in that 40 to 50 degree range. And then white wine, you do want to be chilled. Exactly. Or sparkling is in the yeah. same. I mean, so this, a Stanley cup would probably work well for wine. This is actually perfect for me. And I think more relevantly, it looks like you could just dump a whole bottle in there and you'd be good <laughs> exactly. to go. Exactly. That's really the, mo- the most important part is this probably holds a, a bottle. I will let you know next week because I'll do that tonight report back. But um, yeah, so now I'm uh, the the owner of a Stanley. How does it feel? Feels pretty good. I kind of feel, my kids called me, I opened it and they said, oh, another basic white mom. And I was like, is that a burn? I'm basic, I'm white, and I'm a mom. I'm fine with it. I mean, it's the eye, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, I guess you could say in that instance. Yeah, I'm not offended. My kids think that they're offending me with that statement and just get me a, a pumpkin spice latte and I'm good to go. Carolyn, hooking Carolyn the chick that doesn't know sports up with some caffeine here on a Friday here on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. This segment brought to you by Buff City Soap. But a big weekend this past weekend, and I assume that you have a lot to say about what took place this past weekend in the NFL <laughs> and looking at what's coming this next week out in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm just assuming here. Well, I do have one story on that. I was, I was, um, well, I have two stories. One, I'm kind of annoyed at people getting all up, up angry that Taylor Swift's at these games. Why are people mad about this? I just, I don't, who cares? Well, I think it's become political now. There's a political aspect to it. I don't think anybody normal is mad about it. What is political about Taylor Swift? Uh, Because she's going to endorse Joe Biden and throw the entire election. You haven't heard this conspiracy (laughs) theory? (laughs) Well, I actually haven't either. So there are, I mean, there are a lot of conspiracy theories. We don't want to get too political here on ESPN radio. There are a bunch of conspiracy theories going around one particular wing of American politics right now. And I'm not going to say which wing it is, but that wing has a, has a conspiracy theory that this was all staged by the Democrats (laughs) to get America uh, even more in love with Taylor Swift. So that when she declares uh, her support for Joe Biden that will carry him to a win in this year's presidential election. When the all the Stanley Cups showing up to vote. For, That's right. Uh, you need you need a Stanley Cup in here in Montana to keep you warm in those voting lines. I just I just see the people influenced by Taylor Swift um, and who she endorses are you know young teen girls. I don't think we need to worry about this. I also don't think she's going to endorse anyone. I don't think so either, but as I said, it's a it's a, it's conspiracy, a conspiracy theory. theory. I just, um, I mean, really, the the major problem, the major girlfriend wife problem person I have a problem with on the uh, Chiefs is Brittany Mahomes. Taylor Swift's fine. Brittany Mahomes and her dumb brother, we can do away with that. <laughs> but, but anyway, Super Bowl. Let me just to get into the Super Bowl. Or the big game. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word. You can. Oh, I can. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Guess how much the cheapest ticket for the Super Bowl is right now. Oh, I, I'm going to say the cheapest nosebleed ticket you can get right now, $2,500. 8000 Whoa. Guess how much a luxury box is? Fifty grand. Two fifty to seven fifty. dollars Christian McCaffrey... 
Yeah. He's a player on the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, yes. a pretty good one, I would say. He, he had 25 touchdowns this past his season. His own mother can't afford a luxury box at the Super Bowl. And that's tough because his dad was a, a former NFL player and a former Northern Colorado head football coach, Ed McCaffrey. So they've got they're they've got money. They've got money, and he's, ma- he's dating some young model chick who's got money. And they have to sit in the, you know, bleachers or whatever you sit in at a football game. I don't think they have bleachers. Whatever. Amongst the, the commoners. Vegas. The commoners. Thank amongst you. the commoners who paid only, what, dollars uh, $8,000 <laughs> $8, for mean, their ticket? Yeah. That's just, I think families should get a box, don't you? I do not. There you are, don't? There are like 100 players on each of the rosters, right? So that's 200 players, all of their families, like... That's taken up half the boxes at the stadium. The yeah. NFL would never, it's, would it never is do tough, that. Even if you cram them in together, like with each other, you know? That That is a tough one because, because yes, you in theory, you would want players, families to have special treatment. But if what about the second string long snapper? All right. He doesn't have to exactly have his whole contingent. I guess along. I'm just thinking now that my son is going to be playing football in high school, I'm picturing when he goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how I am. That's definitely going to happen. And I expect a box for free. Oh, you're not getting one. I do <laughs> think they get they get tickets for free, right? They get these. They get. Well, to they sit, get to go to the Super Bowl for free, they or get do to they have go, to pay for their Super Bowl tickets? I think they get to go to the games for free. Okay. I mean, they yes. they do for yes, all see, the that. regular season games, right? I assume it's the same for the Super Bowl. I would you would you would have to assume that that I would think that it would be something like what I've seen in professional baseball that you just show up and there's everybody's there's told seating. hey. Before a game or a big game, hey, this game's supposed to be a sellout or whatever. Yeah. Everybody put your names down of who you want to be on the list to get in to the game. Okay. And I'm sure the Super Bowl, I would imagine the Super Bowl is a much more elaborate version of that. Okay. But well, you can lead the revolution in, in 15 years when I'm your gonna, son is in the Super Bowl. And right. we can talk about it on the radio. Area mom. Area mom <laughs> refuses to attend Super Bowl if she isn't given a box for free. Didn't we? Didn't we know that? Wasn't? Didn't Carolyn used to work here? Here's Area mom gonna... threatens to dump Stanley Cup all over That's Roger right. Goodell. <laughs> Area mom uses her ESPN credentials to get luxury box at Super Bowl. Yeah, press credentials don't get you luxury anything. Well, not anywhere. you, but maybe me. Okay. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> Okay, moving on from the Super Bowl because I'm already sick of it. Did you do you guys know about the enhanced games? The what? You guys. The what? I was on Instagram this morning and the most glorious story popped up hours before press time and I am so excited to report this. Again, we're doing chick who doesn't know sports on Friday morning, so this is the hottest this news is you can get. Breaking news. The enhanced games are essentially the Olympics with performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, wow. What? Like, it's all legal. It's all legal. So we call Jose Canseco right, right? now. He is, he is going to put down the needle and go bat, or whatever he does, did. P- throw a ball. <laughs> bat, mostly. Bat. So th- this is it's a group of um, venture capitalists, and they all believe that... <laughs> um, Athletes should be paid because, you know, Olympic athletes are like living in poverty. I mean, Mary Lou Retton almost died and couldn't afford her own. She didn't even have insurance to get 
um, like she's on a respirator and stuff. So, and she was America's darling. Anyway, so they're going to get paid and they get to do drugs. It Are is going to be for the, all, all the money is going to go towards the drugs though, right? Maybe. Like those steroids aren't cheap. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. They claim that in 2011 world athletes, the World Athletic Championship, whatever that is, 44, 44% of those athletes used performance-enhancing drugs. So if they're doing it anyway, yeah, let's just even the playing field, shoot them all up. This is going to be wild. Man. So is it a... Do these athletes need to be on performance-enhancing drugs? Yeah, do or they drug test them and they're disqualified if, if they're they not. don't? <laughs> if they're not dirty? They're like, sorry, you're too clean. I think... You would want to be on performance-enhancing drugs in order to perform yeah. amongst these other roid heads. It is going to be <laughs> so good. Uh, this is actually a good idea because there is, as these uh, you know, venture capitalists, not the best people in the world, but sometimes you do got to hand it to them, a lot of hypocrisy and like high-level yeah. s- sports, right? Exactly. Uh, because... Nobody really knows, right? Like, drug testing procedures have improved a lot since the uh, Jose Canseco days. Right. But nobody really knows, right? Like, NFL players could be on any amount of, of drugs. And right. they just don't have the technology to test for them. And they can't test... Oh, I mean, I guess they can test everyone, but I don't know what they do. All I know is, you know the Olympic Village? I don't know if you guys know this, but it is like a crazy party fest yes. at the Olympic Village. Can you imagine the Olympic Village on steroids? I mean, literally and figuratively? Yes, it's going to be Uh-oh. wild. They need to do a reality show. So where is this taking place? I don't know. Oh. But sometime this year, I guess. You had all the knowledge <laughs> on us here because neither of us had heard of this. I know. I don't know where it's happening. Somewhere, probably in Florida. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm just... Just, I was just waiting for the announcement that it was going to be hosted by Jimmy Butler in the American Airlines Arena in Miami, but you never it know. It could be. I mean, it sounds like something that would happen in Florida, don't you think? Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. So we'll go with that. I'll report back next week. All right. We're going to get Carolyn a, a reporting budget here to, to travel down to Jacksonville for the enhanced games. Oh my God. That would be amazing. To report back live. Because I don't, you know... It sounds like a Netflix, Netflix crime documentary in the making. Right. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. Um, okay. So, moving on. Raven star Mark Andrews. Okay. Is that the right name? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, he saved a woman on a plane this week. Really? He was flying a Southwest Airlines flight, which I'll get into after that, because I, I don't even know why he was on Southwest. Uh, he lost the game. Probably, I know, but I probably th- felt bad. He still got money. Yeah. He needs first class with those that big body. He pro- it, but Andrew, he really wanted to get away. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was flying some somewhere to somewhere. And this woman started having a medical emergency on the plane. And the doctor and the nurse couldn't get her stabilized. And he stood up and said, I actually have a diabetic test kit because he's a type, type 1 diabetic. And he was able to test her, figure out her blood sugar, figure out if what she needed to help her, got her stabilized, and saved her life. Huh. Isn't wow. That great. Yeah, I that's that's wild. Yeah. So especially thinking about all the negativity that's surrounded the Baltimore Ravens this week. Maybe that's something that Mark Andrews can take as a positive. Exactly. He's not a loser. He's a winner. In my book anyway. In the game of life. In the game of life. He's a loser on the field, 
but he's a winner in life. All right. That's cool. his new tagline. Cool story. Thanks. What else you got? <laughs> okay, my last Sorry, story. Sorry, there's, uh, there's not a ton of jokes to be made about such a heartwarming story like that. No, there's not. Yeah. It's, it's not funny, but it's it's a happy story. That's good. We I need like, those too. Exactly. Sometimes we need a little... I mean, listen, there's a lot of bad stuff on TMZ and, and New York Post today, and I didn't want to cover it, but I do have a good story, and it might make you laugh. Mike Tyson and MMA star Daniel Puda, Puder, Put something, can't read my handwriting, they're opening a school. A, a school? School or a boxing school? No, it's a school. It's called Tyson's, <laughs> I want to say it like Mike Tyson would, Tyson's Transformative. <laughs> Technologies Academy. It's Tyson's Transformational Technologies Academy. They're going to be teaching life skills, um, financial literacy, um, resume building, and um, they're going to be helping kids get ahead, like with life skills. Wow. Yeah. So it's so it's not so much your everyday what you would picture elementary or middle school, that sort of thing. They're more getting these kids ready for life, so to speak. Yeah, and some of them will be ready for um, like trade school, college, things like that. So they'll just be getting kind of prepared for life. It reminds me of Zoolander's uh, school. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. Do you want to take it away? No, go for it. Zoolander's school for kids who can't read good. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought when I first saw it. Uh, did you know about that's okay? That's exactly the first thought that came to my mind. Do you know about like LeBron's yeah academies yes that like uh, don't don't do so good? Oh, like they're not teaching. Uh, the kids like, do poorly on they all do? the tests and oh. stuff. Yeah, this was a huge story. Maybe they're doing better now, but like this is a huge story a year ago. You'd think that they would read good after going to LeBron's. I promise school. academy. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm not sure how Mike's school is gonna turn out but he's got two in florida one in west virginia and now he just opened this new one in arizona good for him i know i like that yeah i mean mike tyson's not gonna be doing the teaching i would assume so (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) but he's giving back and that's what's important and really thinking about mike tyson he's really kind of gone through an interesting trajectory here he's gone from potentially being involved in with who knows what in the 80s and 90s and all the stuff out of the ring, inside the ring. And now he's kind of gone down this path of being an entrepreneur and now trying to give back to his community. So good on Mike Tyson for trying to kind of change the narrative. I think think he's actually a softy. Like I know we had, I'm not trying, there were some things... That happened. I get that. People can change. People can do better. People can learn. He seems like maybe now that he's gotten a little bit older and out of boxing and out of that scene, he's kind of softened up a bit. Didn't he still fight that guy on the airplane last year? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, but that guy was taunting him. That guy, it, that it, guy yeah, deserved yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, you don't taunt Mike Tyson. Yeah. You don't taunt anyone, but you certainly don't taunt Mike Tyson. So I'm giving him a pass for that, if anyone cares. All right, what else you got? That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't Carolyn. expecting that. Um, well, we were going to well, talk about the Alabama baseball betting, but I didn't get to do any research. Do you want to fill us in on that? Uh, sure. I think it's so funny. This yes. happened last season, last college baseball season. College baseball is actually about to start again, which is kind of crazy. Um, so last season, the Alabama 
head baseball coach. Got hit. One of his pitchers was injured and wasn't going to pitch that day. So before he told anybody, he texted one of his buddies <laughs> back in Cincinnati that the guy wasn't going to pitch, and this guy went to the sportsbook, actually the sportsbook at the Cincinnati Reds ballpark, and tried to bet $100,000 on LSU, who Alabama was playing that day. And the sportsbook, I mean, if you're betting six figures on college baseball, something is very, very wrong. Like, nobody yeah. would ever do that. The sportsbook's like, no, sir, you can't do that. And what this guy did, instead of being like, okay, what's the maximum I can bet, which would have been like $10,000 or whatever, to try to convince the sportsbook to let him bet $100,000 on this game that he had inside info on, he showed the sportsbook employees the text containing the inside info <laughs> that he had directly from Alabama's head baseball coach. Why would he do that? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't know. I'm really questioning how a guy this stupid had $100,000 to bet in the first place. Right. It's like, I, I saw the best analogy to it would be like, it's like the TSA finding a knife in your luggage and being like, well, no, guys, don't take that. I need it to hijack the airplane. Right. Like, Duh, I just see this tax. We're hijacking the plane. Yeah. Right. It's just unbelievably. Uh, now, did the so, coach send the text so the guy would do the bet? Yes. Got it. So the, you, maybe he got the hundred grand from the coach. Maybe. Yeah. Or yeah. Who knows? Okay. I mean, this is. Uh, who knows? This guy was like, uh, he's he's a prominent youth baseball coach in that area. I don't know where. I don't know where he got the money. Anyway, he's not a prominent anything now. No. Mm -hmm. You know what this guy's name was? The better. What? Bert Neff. I just thought that was kind yeah, of a kind funny, of funny name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bert. You would think that. That sounds like something that a Bert would do. I'm not, I'm not sure that she would kind of equate Bert excuse me, certain things to certain names. Yeah. But, and then the things that came out this week pertain, pertaining to this was the text messages that were exchanged, kind of the transcript of texts that right, were exchanged. So the, the court case happened now. Yeah. This happened so last year, but the court case happens now. So like... Yeah, the documents are coming to light. Are they hilarious? Oh, they are absolutely ast astonishingly funny. Okay, I'll have you to, know, I'll seeing have to look like those up. I mean, we're, we're talking like we're talking t texting with iPhones here, so like the coach is like sending hammer emojis referring to like hammer this bet sort of stuff. Wow. And it's So where is the coach now? I mean, he's obviously on trial and then He's not going to like if you get busted for this and let's say you're found not guilty in a trial, would you be coaching again? Do you think or is that just such a like? No, he yeah, will absolutely never coach again. Okay. So he has the, the coach has. So Bert Neff pled guilty. OK, well, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Uh, the coach, uh, Brad Bohannon, was immediately fired, like like before anybody knew what had happened. He was, he was fired okay. from Alabama before the full story came out, which says how seriously they're going to take it, right? He got – he has a 15-year show cause penalty, which is like NCAA talk, but essentially it's it's not a ban, but it essentially makes you unhirable because what it says is that if somebody else hires him, the penalties follow him to the new school, right? So the new school would have to defend – against the charges right. as long as if he's hired anywhere in the country for the next 15 years. Yeah. So he's essentially unemployable for the next 15 years. And even after that, like I talk about this a lot, but like, man, 
people in the game betting on the games is like the third wire of sports. Like, if that happens, you don't have, like, you know, athletes do a lot of bad stuff that we talk about yeah. in, in this segment. But, like, an athlete going out and getting arrested is not an existential threat to the safety and the continuance of a league, right? If people inside the league are betting on the league, that is they're that's a path towards the league not existing anymore, right? Exactly. Because as soon as people start to believe that athletes are potentially not giving their all in any game or coaches are not giving their all in any game, then what's the reason to watch? Right. And then you don't have a competition anymore and then you don't have a league anymore. It's why the NBA takes tanking so seriously, right? If you can if you have teams and players potentially not giving their full effort in a given game, yeah. then that's a huge problem. Right. You know where this won't happen? Hmm. The enhanced games. Ooh, <laughs> I think I think it probably no one's is tanking. more likely no to happen. No one's happy. tanking the, in the enhanced games. They're going to be They're betting on up. it, though. Uh, betting yeah, on I would, tanking? I would, betting think, on, I would think the steroids would make players too angry about losing you know if they started losing too many games the roid rage would just completely take over and That's these right. athletes there just win. couldn't take the losses anymore yeah they're gonna be there to compete and win and kick some butt or just to make a lot of money by throwing the competition and betting on it but we'll see i don't think that I, the, they seem like the cream of the crop the these creme guys. de la creme the creme de la creme the stanley cups the stanley of cups of athletes That's right. That's right. All right, Good thank segue. you, Carolyn. Thanks. Beautiful segment. Uh, one last read for our sponsors, Buff City Soap, still doing their giveaway. Yes, go to Buff City Soap's Instagram, Buff City Soap Missoula. They are doing an awesome Valentine's Day giveaway with a bunch of prizes, flowers, jewelry, bath bombs, a Stanley Cup. You get to be a basic white mom like me if you win. But also, if you go to Buff City Soap up here in Northgate Plaza, uh, North Reserve, they have the best things for your Valentine or for your, like if you want to do something cute for your kids for Valentine's Day, like little bath bombs and little soaps and stuff like that. Or if you want to just treat yourself because we all deserve to be, you know, smell wonderful. So go in there, check it out. They also have pre-made stuff ready to roll. So if you just don't even want to think about it because you're, you're guys and that's what you guys do. <laughs> Well, I like smelling good. I know, but you guys also don't like to think about things. You just want someone to make the gift for you. you yeah, know? that's true yeah. too. They'll do it. They'll handle it. So Buff City Soap in the Northgate Plaza on North Reserve. All right. Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports also brought to you by the Hot House. Hot House Yoga. And the Hype House. And the Hype House. Go get sweaty. Yeah. I had a great time at, at the Hot House on Sunday. Oh, did you Sunday go? Sunday morning. Yeah. For the first time in like months. Not all Which that. Which class did you go to? Core Power at noon on Sunday. Oh, I went at 930. So oh, I missed, I, yeah. yeah. No, I couldn't do that. But the noon class on Sunday, perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Had a lot of fun. So go out go and check out the, the Hot House and the Hype House as well. Uh Thank you, Carolyn. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, Carolyn. Have a great weekend. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds. <laughs> okay, yeah. But we can facilitate that. <laughs> right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits 
of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Uh, Rajim, I thought this might have been one of your uh, one of your suggestions for the playlist. Yeah, that's an old that's an old suggestion. I don't. That was almost like a boomerang because I did not actually curate a playlist today at all for the show. So um, nice to to get some new school flavor from a guy named Odd IC. And if you say it, you know, without pronouncing every letter, it's Odyssey, which is we are all on a personal one. And uh, yeah, just very smart and insightful young man and a very um, sharp link, uh, lyricist. Mind expanding type of rap. Totally, yeah. I, I, it, and it, music is the best when you can feel it and when it makes you think. And he does a little bit of both. So nice pick out of the old, um, you know, out of the old box, so to say. Digging uh, in the crates, baby. Professor Rajim Seabrook joining us here on Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. We got about 20 minutes to go until the weekend. That feels pretty good. Uh, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Houghton here sitting in uh, on Nuanez Now. Taking you home here on a Friday alongside Rajim Seabrook. I'm back behind the glass. If you're just watching on SWX Montana, you see Rajim's handsome face, and you hear my disembodied voice. Uh, And that's the way it's going to be for about the next 15, 20 minutes here because I just don't want to be running back and forth from the producer's room uh, to the studio. Jeff Safford on his way to broadcast Grizz Hockey tonight. Yes, sir. Last home game for Grizz Hockey Taking on the Montana State Bobcats. It's going to be a packed house. It's going to be a great game, and you can find it right here on 102.9 ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN MT app. Rajim, just a couple more things to get here uh, to here. Yeah, man, what's up? Today, well, Grizz basketball, what do you make of them? They, they were rolling for a little while, and they were putting up about 80 points a game. They had that great offensive game in Bozeman in the rivalry game. It's been a little bit of a struggle the last couple weeks, but they haven't played all that well for three games. They've still won two of them, including last night against Idaho. What do you think about this little? You know, they're not. I, they don't look quite as good, but they're still they're still pulling out results. What I'm seeing is, I wonder if DeCure's tinkering a little bit with things, and they're adjusting to the adjustments being made. And uh, sometimes things take off. There's a great accelerant and propellerant for certain things, and then certain other things. It's, there's some growing pains, and I'm seeing a change in 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 uh, the identity of this team. Um, and sometimes that 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 comes with nuances as well. It's so, not always a smooth process. It's not always a smooth process, and growing pains are the best pains because that means there is some growth and development. And I think that's just kind of where they're at. And I I'm I'm not quaking in the boots just yet. I'm not fearful for an utter collapse, but the last couple of games have been less than what we've grown accustomed to over the last couple of weeks. But I, I, I do think that they are still going to be, um, they'll be okay. We'll be okay. Well, I wasn't planning on going down to Dahlberg Arena last night uh, just because, you know, they're playing an Idaho team with a new coach, completely new roster. Vandals haven't shown a ton. No. They've got one conference win this year, and a, a bunch of their games have been blowout losses. So I wasn't planning on getting down there, but Idaho shot the lights out in the first half, jumped out to a big lead in this one. Grizz started grinding back in the second half. I was looking at the score. I was following the game. I was like, you know, no matter what happens in this one, I want to be down there to talk to Travis DeCure after the game, get his thoughts. So I sprinted over to Dahlberg Arena, got there right as Brandon Whitney's shooting the free throw 
for his great to complete his great three-point play, play. Yeah. that finally gave the Grizz the lead in the last two minutes. Uh, Brandon Whitney's been fantastic for the Grizz this season. We'll hear from him in just a couple minutes talking about the Grizz now going into a huge game against first place, East, first place Eastern Washington tomorrow at Dahlberg Arena. But here's just a couple thoughts from Travis DeCure from the postgame last night on the Grizz having to, to come back again and pull out another close win for the second game in a row. You haven't had many close games now back-to-back. Close ones, how's it feel to pull out another one after to come back? Uh, you know, look, you don't want to be in that situation, especially at home. A game you feel like you should win when you look at the standings, but that team has been up at halftime in a lot of games. They've been tied with teams above them in the standings eight, nine-minute mark in second half, and then people have found ways to pull away. Um, they, they made it hard tonight. I thought their coaching staff did a really good job of getting them to play with confidence. Um, you know, I said it on the radio, it's like chopping wood, right? Like, it takes time, it takes time. You just got to keep plugging away and plugging away, and hopefully eventually you find a way to break, and, and we did that down the stretch. Jackson Knapp didn't have a point, and then he, he gets the bucket at the end of the two free throws to break the tie. We've talked a lot about him staying ready for his spots. Did he do that again tonight? 100%. Him and Jordan Williams as well. Um, I, you know, one of the things I talked to the team about after this in the locker room is, you know, you don't win games like this, and you don't find yourself in the top of standings without the guys that come off the bench. And to go through the changes we've gone through this year with role definement and things like that and have guys like Jordan and, and Jackson staying ready, staying positive, and being incredible teammates the way they have been gives this team a chance to be successful. And uh, it's important for us moving forward. What did you think about the atmosphere in here, the last couple possessions on defense? It seemed pretty loud to me. They showed up when we needed them, no question about that. Um, And, you know, I I think that the energy, it helps us get over the hump. And I I think if we had this, you know, similar crowd for Northern Colorado, maybe down the stretch you you pull that out. That should be the advantage to being at the University of Montana in every sport at home. And so they came through for us tonight. Two close games where you guys rally back late and win after not playing that many close games this year. What do you learn about your team in these past two games? Mental toughness, confidence, belief in one another. Um, I don't know that we could have played any worse offensively tonight. Um, in terms of just not really getting any kind of rhythm. I think we had poor stretches defensively where we couldn't get stops, and we had a lot of reasons to give in, and we just never did. We hung in there. We stuck together. The guys were positive in huddles, and um, I thought when it was time to help one another out, they did a good job of that. There you go. Travis DeCure, just a couple minutes from after last night's 73-70 win against Idaho at Dahlberg Arena. That bench crew has been a, a big story and a really valuable part of the team for Montana this season that Travis uh, just touched on there. Jackson Knapp, two big plays down the stretch, hit the free throws to break the 70-70 tie and send the Grizz to the win. Tayshon Sawyer had 14 points last night, tied for a team high off the bench. Jordan Williams uh, has filled a bunch of roles for the team. I mean, having having guys like that off the bench I think has been really big for Montana So. You heard Travis DeCure give them their props there. I think that's been a big story. One other big story coming out of this game against Idaho last night came from the other bench, and it's Julius Mims. Really interesting story. A guy from Montana. He's from Billings. He played at Billings Skyview. He's the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in the COVID year when he led Billings Skyview to the championship game before, of course, the season was canceled Didn't get many looks from Montana or Montana State coming out of high school. Ends up going to North Idaho College for a couple years. Then he winds up with the Idaho Vandals. 
He's probably Idaho's best player this year. He's a fantastic athlete. Finishing alley-oops, highlight real blocks. He's 6'9". He's I'll, I'll tell you, it was a little bit of a shock interviewing him right after I interviewed Brandon Whitney. Brandon Whitney, fantastic athlete, but we see eye to eye. He's six feet tall. Julius Mims is, is every bit of 6'9". And, and a long 6'9". Like mean, a Scottie Pippen long six. You know what I mean? Like, his body's longer than his actual height. And that kind of explosive athleticism, too. But it's just, you know, I hadn't interviewed a guy that tall in a in a while. And it, yeah. was, it was just shocking going and getting a couple minutes from him. But I, I really enjoyed talking to Julius Mims about being back in Montana. Uh, so here's just a couple minutes from former Billings Skyview star, current Idaho Vandal, Julius Mims. And then I think, Rajim, we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit more after this, but here's just a couple minutes from him about being back in his home state. Just what was it like being back in Montana? It looked like you had some, some family or friends here. Yes, sir. I got some family back here. Um, they drove all the way up from Billings. But uh, it's great. It's a great environment to play. Um, I missed it, really. I truly missed it. Um, the, the fans, the atmosphere, all of it. It's just, it's just a really great great feeling to have. And uh, being, being from Montana, it's, it's cool to uh, be able to prove that um, they, they kind of missed out on something. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's a great playing back home. Yeah, I mean, you've had a little bit of a, a long route too. I mean, a couple of years at North Idaho, yes, now sir. coming back to the Big Sky Conference. What does it mean to make it back to this sort of to this level and get to play here? Um, it, it means a whole a whole lot to me, just because um, the recruiting process. Uh, for, I mean, through for any school, uh, especially like the Grizz or the, the Cats, um, they really, really didn't believe in me for the longest, and uh, they, the only the Cats. Um, looked at me and they, they weren't even willing to give me an offer. They just wanted me to, to slide over there and just play on the team. But um, it just it means a lot just because uh, a lot of Montana players don't get the credit they deserve uh, coming out of the state. And uh, there's, we have a lot of hoopers, as, as you can see tonight. So, um, I mean, it just means a lot to me. Um, and it's just, yeah, it just means a whole lot to me, yeah. Last one, I, you guys have played a lot of close games. You've been in a lot of games in the second half. Do you feel like you're getting closer? You know, what's it like to take another close loss tonight? Of course, no. I feel like uh, this is one of the be- better ones we've had. Uh, we're, we're still looking to... We're still going brick by brick. Uh, we're still got to fix uh, fix um, some some little things, some 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 defense, some mishaps, some mishaps on the board, stuff like that. But no, we're taking the as as far as this game. This is a big step in the direction we want to really be be at. So um, no, I'm uh, I'm sad we took the L, but um, it was it was a great learning lesson. There you go. A couple minutes from Julius Mims after Idaho's 73-70 loss to the Grizz at Dahlberg Arena last night. I want to hash this out with you a little bit, Rajim, just just for a minute or two here. I, and you never want to speculate too much on, you know, the circumstances. I don't know the the background story here, but this is a guy who's a, a phenomenal athlete coming out of Billings. And somehow he ends up at North Idaho College for two years, and then he's at with the Idaho Vandals instead of with the Grizz or the Cats? Like, what's your read on this situation? You know, sometimes there's two ways. There's two ways to look at that. There's there's either overlooked, or just wasn't in a position to be looked at in high school. Right? Could have been really raw. Um, there could have been some academic concerns. There could have been some whatever. There's some. There's something there that was missed 
or there was something there that was dismissed right. uh, for a talent like this to not come straight into uh, a, a, a D1 program like he is right now. Um, there's a story. There's a narrative there. You can feel it. Um, and his talent um, almost betrays the secrecy of surrounding that. And, not, and I'm not saying there's a secret to be held, but there's a story as to why didn't this kid go somewhere straight out of high school. Yeah, and I'll say, you know, the, the the upside to that, right, is as we just heard from him, he's turned that into fuel. He's turned that into motivation. Mm-hmm. And, and we heard from him how much it meant to him to come back to his home state and be able to play on on the floor in Missoula uh, with all his family and friends there to have he's proven himself certainly as a Division one caliber player without a doubt uh, he, and again I really enjoyed talking with him just for a minute or two after the game very well spoken young man and and you know he he said this fueled me this motivated me to get to where I am now so that's a story we, we might follow up a little bit on here at 102.9 ESPN radio but just I thought a note from that game last night one more for you here coming out of that game before we take you home on a Friday just a minute from Brandon Whitney uh, Grizz going into maybe the biggest game of the year hosting Eastern Washington tomorrow I guess regime first off your thoughts on that game? I mean, that's a that's a rivalry game. Yeah, that's a rivalry game. I think this is a really important game for for the Grizz. It's um, what I like to say is test your metal, right? You you you're beating the teams you're supposed to beat, but now you're going to punch something that's going to punch you back. And I think that this is. One of those that test your metal. Like, uh, you know you're going to get hit, but as Rocky Balboa said, it's how fast do you get back up. And this is going to be one of those how fast do you get back up because you're going to get hit. Yeah, that's good analysis. Brandon Whitney talked uh, just a little bit about that going into that Saturday game against Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington now on Saturday. Just what are you looking forward to for that matchup? Always seems like it's a, a good game, a physical game, tense game, right? You're just what are you looking forward for that matchup? And what are sort of the keys for a win on Saturday? You know, we're just going to prepare tomorrow um, for them. You know, they have a big lineup, so we'll prepare for that. Um, you know, it's always a fun game uh, playing against Eastern Washington. Um, I would say it's kind of rival, a rival since um, I've been here. Um, but, yeah, I would just say... You know, get our stuff together tomorrow and then be ready to go. For a couple of years, right, they've been able to, they've had length and, and they've been big at most positions on the court. How do, how do you handle that, you know, as a guy who might be guarding somebody bigger than you, you know, they might be trying to, to hunt you in matchups? Um, just bring the aggression to them. Uh, don't let them get to their spots. Um, just be physical with them, as I would say. That's what it'll come down to for the Grizz tomorrow against Eastern Washington. We'll have plenty of sound and analysis from that game, win or lose for the Grizz, in the Montana Basketball Hour on Monday. But for right now, we got to take you home on a Friday. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Andrew Houghton and Rajim Seabrook on Nuanez Now. Keep it locked. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? 
Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a, a, a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. Oh! is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuanez is now ESPN Radio. I'm Andrew Houghton sitting in for Coulter Nuanez. We got about two minutes until the weekend here on Nuanez now. Can't wait. Rajim Seabrook sitting in studio with me to take you home here on a Friday. Uh, Rajim, thank you so much for being in studio yeah, with man. us today. Absolutely, absolutely. Weekend plans? Watching basketball tomorrow. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, me too. Little Duke Carolina game, big rivalry game Saturday. Good. We, we've got that. We'll have uh, Houston at Kansas. Great mm-hmm. new Big Twelve matchup live here on one hundred two point nine ESPN Radio, starting at one thirty tomorrow. So if you're cruising around town on a Saturday, keep it locked to one hundred two nine ESPN Radio. Uh, other than that, just just keeping it easy, man. Cool. Chilling. Cool. Yeah. How about you? Uh, absolutely. Total opposite. I fly out early Sunday morning to head to Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. To be a keynote speaker at the Kennedy Center on, um, on a, on a cornucopia of things revolving around children, arts, education, access, and all the stuff that kids need in our, in, in our society to thrive. So yeah, Montana represented at the Kennedy Center, folks. That's a big thing. That's kind of cool. Deal. Congrats, man. Enjoy Thank my you. hometown. Uh, yes, sir. You never have any problem finding dope spots, but if you need any recommendations, hit me up. That'll do it for us here on your Friday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rolling with us. We're heading into Grizz Hockey tonight. Jeff Safford on the call from the Glacier Ice Rink. Airtime at 7.15. Grizz against Cats on the ice. Tomorrow I mentioned it. Houston at Kansas at 1.30. And then we'll have the reverse fixture of that hockey game. Grizz at Cats Hockey. Again, airtime at 7.15. So keep it locked to 102.9 ESPN Radio all weekend. Next week, Monday. Montana Basketball Hour, Marty Mornerwagon Studio, best Super Bowl preview you'll get. This has been Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuanez from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanez Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home 
and uh, I saw some kids running around with I love shirt it. on, and it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you, but when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now <laughs> for the <laughs> University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that, but um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just want to make sure uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.